This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. We got to get to some football. Right now, we welcome in our guy, Alan Bell. Sportsline, that's where you could find him. Alan Let's start off, man. You got both your teams in action this weekend. The Titans take on the Giants. Before we get to the NFL, though, I want to start with some college football. Are the Vols for real? Are they winning this week? It's a huge game for me because I went under on Pitt's win total. Uh, They obviously pick up the victory week one against West Virginia. Still not sold on Pitt this year. Maybe I should be. Who do you like this weekend? Yeah, so first off, man, I appreciate you guys having me back. Good to talk to you. Glad football's here. Um, let me say this. Uh, Tennessee is a tough team to figure out, too, right? Like, I, I think that this matchup is really good because it's two teams we really don't know too terribly much of how good, really, that they could be. Um, I'll say this, man. Um, six and a half points on the road. Like, I, I think I'm rolling Pitt plus six and a half here. The, the way to play the game, though, all right, since Josh Heupel arrived last year at Tennessee, they have outscored opponents in the first quarter of games – 207 to 51. It's an amazing number. You get Tennessee half a point spread in the first quarter. The way to play it, play that and play the over of the first quarter of 14 because as fast as Tennessee's offense scores, that's as quick as their defense gives up points too. So, yeah, man, like first quarter, that's the way to go. That's absolutely a a bonkers stat, Alan. Like it's just an absolute bonkers stat. I'm just curious. There's a lot of motion and movement around Sam Hartman coming back to Wake Forest. Now, we don't actually know if he's going to play, Alan. All we know is that he's clear to play. And somehow, some way, the line moves from six to yesterday. It was 13 and a half in favor of Wake Forest. And now it's 12 and a half against Vanderbilt at Vanderbilt. Another hometown game for you. What do you make of this one? Yeah, so if Sam Hartman's playing, like, take Wake Forest. I mean, they're just – they're already better. Vanderbilt's had a great start. Don't get me wrong. Um, you know, a good win against Hawaii. Uh, and then they played an Elon team, which is really nothing to speak of whatsoever. But, yeah, like, if Sam Hartman's playing, take Wake Forest because Bill Cobb has a 13. There's a reason why that number went up. He's that good. Uh, and it'll just make Wake Forest – it'll put Vanderbilt in a game that they don't want to be in. I know that they scored points their first two. But this is a completely different animal. Uh, and I'll say this. There will be more Wake Forest fans at that game than Vanderbilt fans. The tough part is that both teams wear the exact same color, so it'll be tough to see. But Vanderbilt doesn't necessarily pack that stadium. There's no, you know, uh, home field advantage for it. If Sam Harvard's playing, take Wake Forest. 
Uh, Alan, before we move over to the NFL for week one of the season, uh, let's talk two more games. Which dog would you feel more comfortable backing in the two big games this weekend? You got Texas, 20.5-point underdogs, taking on Alabama. That total sitting there at 65.5. Or the other option, Kentucky, 5.5-point dogs against Florida, also on the road, 52.5 is that total. Who would you feel more comfortable backing, Kentucky or uh, rolling with Texas against Alabama? Yeah, you know what? I'm going to say Kentucky. Um, even though Kentucky has some serious offensive line issues, I can see this game being a really good under type of play. I can see Florida coming back to, you know, down to earth after a, a huge, monstrous win over Utah last week. Um, and I can see uh, Kentucky, you know, they've got an excellent quarterback, could be the number one pick in the draft. Um, he, they've got some issues, but they could put up some points. I would say I feel more comfortable with that one. Um, that I do with Texas because, yeah, 20 points is a lot, but Alabama is really, really good. And Nick Saban, last year, I believe, upset him pretty greatly, right? Uh, and, and Texas, their biggest problem last year defensively was that they gave up big plays constantly and can't stop the run, which is exactly what Alabama does. Yeah, I, I feel more comfortable with Kentucky than I would with uh, Texas. Now, last college question, actually, actually. I'm really curious about (laughs) Baylor-BYU. A lot of people like BYU at home because, you know, that home field advantage, they always play tough. You know, the the Mormon land has its own mystique. But Baylor is a really good team. Defensively, obviously one of the better teams in the country last year. They don't lose a ton of guys. Middle of the road offensively and very well coached. They are three-point dogs. It was three-and-a-half, actually, yesterday. You can get them on the money line at plus 135. Am I crazy to kind of like Baylor? No, you're not. Like, this game, this could be the best game of the weekend that really nobody's, like, going to be talking about because they're, you know, Bama, Texas, name, you know, whichever one's others that you want. But I think this is going to be the best game. Um, I I couldn't argue against taking either side, right? Like, I'm leaning BYU with the three. But Baylor, like you just said, they're a good football team, too. And BYU's offense looks sharp. It always does. But they're playing, this, they're going to step up this week, right? Like, this is not South Florida that they get to run up against. So, yeah, I'm going to go BYU. But, Trissa, yeah, like, I can't argue that either getting three on the road with a really good team. And also, congratulations. Is this your first year anniversary? It is. On One year anniversary is today, Alan. Congrats. Yeah, so I can't argue against it. Like, I, I, I don't have a strong play either way, but it's going to be a hell of a game, I'll say that. I'm glad you guys brought that one up because I, I almost bet Baylor. I was yeah. like, something is off here. I mean, it's just so yeah. tough. I mean, they're so good defensively every single year. There's They've been so well coached, and they're just so tough to pass the ball against. Um, but I don't know, man. I can't wait to watch that game. I think I'll stay away. Let's move over to the NFL tomorrow. Finally begins, man. We got the Bills, two-and-a-half-point favorites. That total, pretty high for week one, 52. Uh, the Bills, minus 135 on the money line. The Rams, plus 110 value. The defending champs at home. What are you doing in this game? Any player props beside the total? Anything that you've bet so far, Alan? Yeah, so I'll tell you this. First up, bet two player props. Go to bet MGM you're at right now. Matthew Stafford, over half an interception. Josh Allen, over half an interception. These two quarterbacks were top five in the most – Interceptions thrown last year. They combined total for 32. 17 games, Matthew Stafford had 17 interceptions. He actually led the NFL in them. They'll both put one up. Um, as for the game, look, 
So I'm going to say in week ones with the Rams, 5-0 and straight up, 5-0 and against the spread. I like the Bills. I think the Bills come in and smash. Like, I think that you've got a Rams team that's taking a big exhale of breath after everything that organization did to win a Super Bowl last year, and it was awesome. But you've got a team in the Bills who are chewing gravel trying to get in there and do the same thing, and I think they're going to make a big statement here. I'll take the Bills with the two and a half. And remember, Josh Allen played against the Rams defense once. He picked five touchdowns at 300-plus yards passing. I think he does it again. Allen, what's the biggest trap line in the NFL week one? Uh, the Colts, minus eight and a half against the Texans. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, look, first off, I don't think it's going to be a very high-scoring game, right? So, uh, couple that with this. Since 2014 in the NFL, all right, in week ones, when you have two divisional teams playing against each other, the underdog is 76% against the spread, okay? Generally, because they're tight games. These two teams know each other, and you get the Texans at home. With a quarterback at Davis Mills, who I think is better than people give him credit for, that culture with the Houston Texans, the minute Deshaun Watson was gone, went right up. Lovey Smith is perfect for that. I'm not saying the Texans are going to win. I'm not saying it's even necessarily going to be close. But plus eight and a half at home? Yeah, I'll ride that one. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Alan, another really ugly dog would be the New York Jets. And there's seven-point dogs at home taking on the Ravens. And the total's sitting there at 44.5. The only reason I bring this game up is because we've seen some line movement now that Zach Wilson is officially out for the first four weeks of the season. I just I don't know if, if Zach Wilson's worth two points, man. How would you bet this? Because I like the Ravens regardless. I don't know if I love laying a touchdown with them week one, but I do like Baltimore a lot this year. How would you play this game with Zach Wilson officially being ruled out now? Yeah, so, all right, so the tough part is this, is that when Baltimore gets up on you, especially 10 points, 14 points, it's almost you enter just just a black hole. Like, it's hard to come back against them. They play excellent defense. Uh, they can really just zone you out. Uh, and, and, you know, offensively, they can, that's when they get dangerous because they don't have to continue passing over and over with Lamar Jackson. They get creative with him and the run game. Uh, I'll say this. I think that this is probably a pretty good under game um, overall. I just don't think that there's going to be a ton of points scored, especially on the Jets' side. And if they get down and they've got Joe Flacco going against a team that knows him very well, that coach that knows him very well, I just don't see the Jets scoring a lot. It might be a good play to play their team total under, but I like the game under. Like I just don't like anything that's going to come, especially from the New York side. Raiders, Chargers, A.B., we haven't talked about this game a lot. Raiders and the Chargers faced off last game of the regular season. A tie would have sent both teams to the to the playoffs, and we saw what happened. Uh, Raiders open up as three-and-a-half-point dogs in L.A. Uh, with a bunch of new weapons, a couple of guys out the window, and a new, a new battery with uh, Derek Carr and our man Devontae Adams. Sad face for Ryan. Yeah. 
Uh, but again, yeah. we've got this divisional dog scenario, week one thing. Is this one of those situations where you would lean that way as well? Oh, yeah, absolutely, especially at three and a half, right? If you're giving me the hook there at that key number of three, yeah, give me the Raiders. I think the Raiders probably win this game outright. And remember this, you said it's in Los Angeles. That's a home game for the Raiders. Mm-hmm. They'll have way more fans in the stands than the Chargers will. So the Chargers are going to be facing, you know, essentially road game, you know, conditions there with a head coach who's a little crazy in terms of late-game decision-making. Uh, the Chargers are going to be a really good football team. I'm really excited to watch this game. But, yeah, you give me the Raiders plus three and a half, I'll take that all day long. I feel like I like way too many dogs, and I always Same. do week one. Alan, before we let you go, we got about two minutes. What are your favorite bets on the board? What have, what have you bet? I know we haven't really hit on that Giants-Titans game yet. Uh, just what are you looking for? You know, any props, total size that you played week one of the NFL season? Yeah, yeah. So, um, I'll, I'll say this. I, I really like the Titans in this spot. I'm not sure I'm going to like the Titans a ton this year. I think this year could be a weird year for them. But in this spot, I love them. You've got New York coming in, brand-new head coach. There's a lot of things going on in terms of, you know, just everybody in continuity. Uh, and you've got a team that's pretty angry in the Titans of how their season ended last year. Um, yeah, I, I like the Titans in this spot. If you're getting them six, six and a half, anything under seven, yeah, hit the Titans. Also, the Giants, they're 0-5 straight up and 0-5 against the spread in their last five week one games. I think that goes to six. Wow. Good stuff. And thanks so much, Alan. Uh, thanks for joining us. Also, Good luck this season. We'll talk again soon. Also, Alan, congratulations. I heard I was listening to the early edge and uh, I heard some some news might be coming out on the television front uh, with the early edge. Very, very much so. And uh, yeah, more to come on that. But yes, you'll be seeing the early edge much more on television. And we've got a lot of great people joining up. Katie Mox being one of them. Uh, it's fantastic, man. Yeah, yeah, thank you so much on that. That's great, man. We had the coach last night. Now we get Alan Bell tonight, Sportsline. Thanks so much. Good luck to uh, both your teams this weekend. And uh, we'll talk again here soon. I'm just so jacked for football, man. This college slate this weekend, I'm really excited for, Tristan. I'm also obviously excited for, I mean, what a great way to kick off the season, getting the Bills and the Rams week one. I mean, oh. the, the, we were always spoiled with the first matchup of the season on the Thursday night. Last year, remember, nobody had any... Uh, any hope for our Cowboys to cover the spread? And they I did do. just that. They should have won the game. I just, uh, I feel the same way this year. 